This is the Small Business Growth School. If you have a mom and pop business that you'd like to grow, this podcast is for you. In it, I'm revealing everything I can to help you get more customers in the door, grow profits, and even autopilot your business so you can enjoy more time with family and friends. Thanks for listening. It means the world to me. Good afternoon, everybody. Today's podcast, the title is What to Do When an Employee Ghosts You. So this is something that every business owner will experience at one point in their career or two times or three times or four times. It will happen to everyone if you're in business long enough. So Basically, the term ghosting, it's really common in in 2023, and it's usually used in dating. Uh, Like, I did have a buddy uh, maybe two or three months ago. He went on a blind date, thought it went really well, got home. Up to this point, him and the girl were texting, calling, and even Facebook messaging um, up to the date. And then afterwards, crickets. He texted her, didn't get a response, called her. She didn't pick up. She didn't respond to the Facebook messages. And he was officially ghosted. Um, <laughs> so in, in business, it's it's kind of the same thing. Someone just disappears, you know, someone you're working with or talking to or have a relationship with. So you, you can even see that in the hiring process where you have an interview with someone and you want to follow up with them and you don't hear from them. And it's likely that they just didn't feel like it's a good fit to work in your business and they don't want to had that uncomfortable conversation, so they ghost you. But today we're going to talk about a more problematic situation of ghosting. That's when an employee does that to you. And they basically just disappear. And it's someone that's working for you, and you and suddenly you don't hear from them again. They don't come to work. So the reason why I wanted to jump into this topic today was because it actually happened to me. It happened very recently in one of my businesses. Um, And we've since hired another person and everything's going really smoothly. But um, I'm going to just give you a story of what happened in my own business. And then we're going to talk about first how to avoid or at least reduce the odds of someone ghosting you, an employee ghosting you. And then what do you actually do when it happens? And that's probably the most important thing because, again, it will happen. Um, So let's talk about my very first business that I'm still running, and that is a physical therapy business. So we help people with back pain. And every single small business out there has someone that fulfills. So whatever you tell customers that you're going to provide them, whether it's a service or an experience, any of these things, or even a product, you have to have someone that fulfills on it, someone that does the service or gives the product. So for that business, it's a service-based business in a small town. So we have physical therapists or physical therapist assistants. These are just people that do the stretching, the exercise, the massage work, and will help with the aches and pains. So we had one woman. She was a, a therapist, and she had been working with us for about a week or two. Now, she was so excited. Um... Love the type of business it was. It did really well with the customers. I, when I snuck to the business, I even saw it firsthand. So it was it was insane. And when we had all of our meetings, she she really talked about how different it was than other 
clinic. So she was really, really hyping the business up and we were looking to do a long-term relationship with her. I even had my ops manager looking for houses closer to the business in my small town to where she could have a less of a commute. And she was very on board with doing a little commute for just you know a little while, a month or so, and then um, move to the area. So it wasn't even on our radar that we had a, um, a person that could potentially ghost us. So she had a full caseload of customers or patients. So we had her booked out for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And we had her, it was a Friday where she was supposed to come in. And she didn't show up. So we called her and, and my ops manager couldn't get a hold of her. And eventually there was this text that came in and said, hey, sorry, but um, you know I had a car accident. I'm in the hospital now. So we were understanding. We, we talked to her about that. And we said, okay, uh, you know, you just focus on getting better. And she said that she was going to come in on Monday. Well, the weekend went by and Monday never happened. She never came. And just want to say we had seven people to eight people booked that were coming in and they, they're already in a lot of pain. So uh, to say they got a little upset is an understatement. And she did this two days in a row. But this time we couldn't get her by the phone. We couldn't get her by text. We couldn't get her through email. We just couldn't hear anything. And then late at night um, before Tuesday, she texted my ops manager and said, hey, I'm having some car trouble. Um, I'll be in tomorrow. So Tuesday came along. And I think you guys can probably guess it. She did not show up. And for a third day in a row, we had a lot of customers that were thinking they were going to get their service and didn't get it. And they were pretty upset. And then at that point, it was complete radio silence. Did not hear from Crystal ever again from that point. So my ops manager, um, she's, re she's really great at her job. She really cares about managing the team. And you guys, um, you can see on our blog, we talk about the importance of an ops manager. Um, and you definitely should go back and read those articles. But she wanted to just know what happened to Crystal. So she went ahead and her, we actually knew where Crystal lived at, her address. So we just wanted to make sure everything was okay. So we, her, my ops manager, her daughter lives around her. So she had her walk by and just check in on Crystal. So knock on the door. No one answered. But it was really surprising what we saw. The house was really beat down. The, the door was broken. The windows had plastic actually on the side. So it was a really rough, rough neighborhood, rough house. And um, she spoke with the neighbor and basically said that there was all, some illegal activity going on in the house which was a huge shock. So we we wanted to, be, because it looked like maybe even the house had been broken into, we had our ops manager actually talk to the police and send someone over for a um, wellness check just to make sure she was safe. And the police officer got there and Crystal answered the door and she said, oh yeah, I'm okay. I just, just didn't want to work there anymore. And that was it. So, what we ended up learning was that this employee actually had a pretty lengthy criminal history and she had an issue with drugs and from other sources uh, we ended up figuring out that 
this employee was um, potentially back on drugs. And when she got her first paycheck, that was it. She was done. That's all she needed was, you know, a, a little bit of um, money coming in. And it was either the drugs that just stopped her from coming in or she just wanted a little bit of fast cash um, to come in. So that was disappointing. But that was what my business went through. And so it's very real. It happens to everybody. I have a couple successful businesses we've been running for a while. And that business is still successful, even though that happened. But it just shows that this is a very realistic situation, you know, not only for newer businesses, but ones that have been around for years. So let's talk about what are the potential problems that come up from an employee ghosting you. It's two main ones. One is purely financial. If you lose a member of staff suddenly, you are limited on how much you can fulfill. So how much product you can sell, how much of a service you can offer, and at the end of the day, how much revenue you're getting. So your, your revenue is impacted. And another thing which is equally as important is experience. If you don't have a member of staff, the experience could be affected. If you don't have someone that's selling your tacos, if you have a taco truck, if you don't have someone that's doing the physical therapy in my business, if you don't have a plumber that's fixing a pipe, if you don't have a barber that's cutting hair, then um, you're gonna have to cancel. You're gonna have to cancel um, your services, or you're gonna have to slow down how quickly you can fulfill. And the experience is gonna be affected. Um, and, and that can be applied to all sorts of uh, members of staff. Say you have a cleaner, and your cleaner leaves, and your business isn't cleaned, and it's dusty, it's nasty. Um, that affects experience. So um, that's the two biggest problems that come about. Financially, your revenue is impacted and your experience of your customers. So let's first talk about how can you best avoid or reduce the chance of this um, ghosting situation from happening. The biggest thing is going to be you need to have a solid bench. I had a business coach years ago that said every single business needs to have a bunch of backup resumes in a notebook. So if something happens and someone leaves quickly or they give you their notice, you need to be able to pull up those resumes, call those people up, and get someone in quickly. And that's probably the most important thing because what happens, what can increase the odds of somebody ghosting is if you have to make a quick hire. If you have to make a quick hire because you don't have people on your bench, you may be tempted to hire someone that's really not the best fit. So that's one way to avoid it. Also, you want to make sure that you call the past employees. They will potentially give you an idea of the patterns of this employee if they left suddenly there or if they just had tardiness when they were working for them. And you can see trends. Also look at their past interactions with you. Now, my, my experience was a complete switch because the employee acted like she really enjoyed the position. A lot of times though, you can kind of sense when something's going on. You just need to sit down and chat with that employee or prepare for that employee to maybe leave. Um, so you need to kind of read the room on that. And then finally, um, this isn't always the case, but my experience, it was actually a drug issue that got in the way with the employee. So do a background check to make sure that they're they're reliable and, and they're, they're not, um, 
that they can be trusted. So that's going to be a couple of things you guys can use to help avoid or reduce the odds of having a ghosting situation happen. So let's let's go to what do you do? So you're in the moment. You wake up. Uh, you had a good full eight hours of sleep. Had some great dreams. Well rested. Um, you're just chipper and happy, and you get to work, and your employee isn't there. Or if you're not working in your business like me, then you have a call from your ops manager at 8 in the morning, and they say, oh, this person is not here. What do you do when that happens? Um, so first thing you need to do, and this is a mistake a lot of owners will make, is a lot of owners will try to pretend that it's business as usual with customers. They don't want to even um, acknowledge that someone's not there or that things are lagging. This is actually a pretty big mistake. People um, appreciate honesty. So what I tell owners to do in the situation is be proactively real with them. So what we did when our employee didn't show up is we called the, the customers up that we had to cancel and we said, hey, this is the situation. We're having a staffing issue. It's been very sudden. And we do apologize, and we understand how big of an inconvenience this is, but let's reschedule this. And again, we do apologize, and we understand that this is upsetting. Just a little bit of that, you know, or, or, or if you have to, if you have a, um, a product you're, you're delivering to a person, like say it's a car business, and you don't have a finance guy in there, and it's going to take a couple more weeks to, for them to get the car. Say, hey, I'm so sorry about this. We're having a staffing issue. This is a lot longer than I'm, I'm sure you expected, and I apologize. Um, we're going to be sending this out as soon as possible. Any small business, you want to tell those customers, you don't have to get all the specifics, but just let them know that there is a problem and be real with them and apologize and tell them that you're doing everything you can to fix it. And, and customers appreciate that, and that's going to improve the experience because they're going to relate to you. They're going to understand what you're going through. Second thing to do. Recruit, 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 recruit. If you are, if you do not have a manager, you need to be getting on the ball with recruiting. If you have an ops manager, you need to have an emergency meeting with your manager, and you need to get them to focus 100% on recruitment. And you need to focus on the heavy hitters, the paid ads, the um, Indeed resume finder. That's that's one thing we're using a lot. Um, the uh, go on Facebook groups locally, look at your past leads, etc. But dig into recruitment. Do everything you can to recruit. That is your number one priority as a business owner when you have a member of staff that suddenly leaves you. So that's going to be the second thing. The third thing I would like uh, to mention is if you have a lot of staff, which a business that is automated has a couple members of staff that will run the business for you. Now, the positive of that is the business can run without you. I wouldn't even consider it a negative, but one of the things, one of the weaknesses with that is if one of those members of staff leave unexpectedly or ghost you, it, especially if it's a fulfillment staff, somebody that fulfills on your service and you directly get paid for what they do. You will have a drop of revenue, and with all your other staff, your revenue, if it goes down and you have a lot of the same expenses, that can be a problem. You could be in the negative. So first things first, 
and I talk a lot about this to business owners, be sure to have an emergency fund. Have up to one to three months of emergency funds. So think about what your normal expenses are each month and save that in a savings account and save it up to one to three months. So you have some extra cash in situations like this. So you're calm and collected. You're not making bad decisions and your company will continue to run after this hiccup. So emergency funds are key. But you, you want to also see if you can delay um, de- delay the bills that you have to pay. So you may have some big bills that you have to pay that month. And if you can delay it a month or two, do it because that will reduce expenses. You can always pay the bills another month um, over and also potentially give staff overtime. So say you have multiple staff that fulfill. You may say, OK, I'm going to ask you such and such your other employees that are there. I would really appreciate it. You don't have to, but it would be such a big help to the company if you would do some overtime and have them spend a couple more hours. And that could help increase your revenue short term until you get a new hire. Or worst case scenario, you can potentially, this would be the last thing I would do, um, cut hours and just let the staff know the situation and that the fact that it's very short term. And only do that if if there is a big threat and um, expenses are, are very, very, very high. So that is what you do when an employee goes shit. Um, and with all that said, um, even if you stick to these things, these will definitely help you reduce the odds of it happening and help you recover faster. But it can still happen. Everyone needs to understand that business is dynamic. Things will happen and you got to count on that. And all we can do as owners in small towns is we prep our business the best we can for these situations. And we remember a phrase, the phrase that I tell myself when this happens is this might not be ideal, but I'll survive. And if that's a phrase you need to keep in the back of your head and y'all need to pull that out when things like this happen, because um, you don't want it to consume you. You don't want to get overly upset. You don't want to bring it home. The stress that can come from a staff member, something leaving. Just let yourself know that's not ideal, but it's a hiccup and you will survive. So. On that note, um, that is it for today, and we'll be hopping on another podcast next week. So I will talk to you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Growth School. If you're brand new to my world, head over to arnandsisson.com. That's A-R-N-A-N-S-I-S-S-O-N.com. Here you can get started with my value ladder report. This is a complete free guide that will give you my five best steps that will get you more customers in the door and also get you some profits in the process. Or if you're listening to this show for a while and you like what you hear, you think that you can benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your business, please reach out to me at sissononline at gmail.com and tell me exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone that would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. Until next time, have a wonderful day.